time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend just a few moments advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. After all the conversations are completed and the debate calms and settles, the conclusion it basically boils down to the contention that the most desirable thing to possess on planet Earth is power. Shall we define it this way? Power is the energy that controls all things. Everyone seems to want power. I would say we have a consensus on that because everyone is much more interested in being powerful than becoming powerless. It's it's devastating to admit that you've relinquished your power. People often say they they want to have the power to make a difference or the power to change things, or even just enough power to make sure some other folks are not in power. How about the Lord's Prayer? God is obviously interested in a kingdom that can produce power, which brings glory. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. The struggle appears to be in determining how to get this power. A lot of fussing, fighting, and contradicting on that particular topic. Yet, when the smoke clears, and and at least in our day and time, we have finally decided that power is normally achieved through manifesting one's confidence. I go so far to say that we are obsessed with confidence. We demand that even our little children mouth the confession that they believe they're going to win. They know they're smart. They're the best in their class. Now, When we hear people say these proclamations, we're a bit uneasy with the arrogance of it all, but still, we figure that confidence is demanded to bring power. On any given Sunday in a football game, both teams, both teams are ratcheted up to believe that they and they alone are the more powerful organization playing the game. Of course, three hours and 25 minutes later, one team is proven foolish and the other team often just looks lucky. We want power. No doubt. To achieve it, we emphasize, we preach, we teach, we infuse. We even insist that everyone should have blind confidence speak it claim it 
believe it. If someone says, well, I'm not sure I can do it, but I'll sure try, we, we ignore the fact that they're willing to try, and we scold them for thinking they might not be able to do it. So I'm afraid what we end up with are arrogant winners and ferociously disappointed losers. And that's where the world is frozen today. In the Middle East, the Jewish people believe they are the chosen ones, the winners, and the Palestinians are the losers. The Palestinians living in an environment that demands confidence, well, they, they decide to show their confidence by striking out the Jewish people with violence to prove their equivalency. And so continues a rivalry, which has now gone on for thousands of years. It seems that everything is just a competition. We have a nuclear arms race. We have constant economic statistics to prove that one nation has more power than another. We're afraid of coming across as tyrants, so we never call our confidence pride, but instead just keep using that word like it's a magic pill that we swallow of confidence. You ever, you ever realize that the word confidence, the, the main word in confidence is confide. Confidence is supposed to be when we truthfully assess our situation and maintain a positive outlook while telling the truth about our real ability. But that is not the definition today. Instead, the word confidence is being overused to cover up our pride, our greed, and ignore our prowess. So if the power on earth is not confidence, because if everyone's confident, nobody has power, where is the real power on earth? Because as soon as you claim to be the best or insist that you are exceptional, the pride of yet another nation over there will rise up and try to prove that you are wrong. They will kill you for it. If power is achieved through might, then it is a physical, a muscled attribute instead of a mental or spiritual presence. Power has to come some, from somewhere else. Otherwise, the world is a powder keg waiting to explode, trying to prove one person is stronger than another. The truth of the matter is, power comes through the divinity of humility. We were created human, but granted the breath of God. 
because the breath of God in us is manifested and brought out through humility, not arrogance. To err, to err, to err is human. To forgive, also human. Oh, we want to remove all of our responsibility to be gracious and say that's the job of God just in case we have to use our confidence sometimes to be arrogant. So can I tell you three things that establish the truth that humility is the power on earth? Number one, let's talk about the missing link. For years we've walked around seeking out that creature between ape and man which unites the two as partners in the evolution of the planet. Our discovery on that matter has been very unclear, but the true missing link between mankind and the animal kingdom is remarkably simple. For I will tell you right now, animals are not humble. Animals have no humility. They may be humiliated or mistreated, but there is no member of the jungle that chooses to be humble. We even claim that lions gather in prides. Candidly, a lion does not come upon an antelope, and that antelope has a sore leg, and the lion decides to grant it mercy to chase it another day. There is no humility in the animal kingdom. It's why cats and dogs fight. They are both territorial and will not grant any portion to the other. Yet there's been a great effort to tie human beings to the animal kingdom and animals back into the human world so we can justify the lust for power and promote our confidence. Here's the facts. Animals survive. They do what's necessary to survive. Survival achieved, they make no apologies. The missing link between humans and animals is humility. It creates a divinity of purpose in our species. Secondly, the divinity of humility is found in the power of praise. I don't think it ever occurs to us to praise our enemies into shame. We never think about praising someone who accomplishes a deed which we were also trying to pursue because we want to revert to that jungle instinct using our confidence to overwhelm the competition. We just never use the power of praise. Because of this, we continue to weaken our stand and we sometimes make ourselves look childish. Am I right? Foolish? Certainly insecure. The divinity of humility is discovered in being willing to praise something that is better than you, knowing that if one day you do achieve that status, or maybe even suppress it, you will be worthy of the praise that has already been determined 
and established. But if you're going to make fun of the President of the United States because you want to be President, or maybe you want to dethrone the incumbent, you also make people believe that the position of President is suspect. You may find it difficult to occupy and maintain the chair even if you win it. There is a power to praise. So once we find out what the missing link is between us and the animal kingdom, and that's humility, we also can begin to find out what we think is important by praising what we think is good. I am not a Republican or a Democrat. I can tell you right now what I like about the job President Trump has done as our leader. Saying what you think is good and leaving out the other things is actually the greatest critique in the world. I can also tell you what I think about the Democrats by starting with areas where I praise them. But where I don't praise them makes their weaknesses even more obvious. The Bible says that God inhabits praise. If, if we're asking God to habitate, dwell in our efforts, then we have to be willing to use the power of praise instead of that cutting edge of criticism to bring down our competition and scorn the lives of others. Finally, after we establish the missing link being humility, and we enact that humility by praising others for their excellence and efforts, we can turn our lives into the grace of mercy. Although many religionists and preachers believe that grace is a guarantee from the heart of God that can never be taken away, the truth is, Grace is given only to those who are humble. That's what it says. He giveth grace to the humble. To those who aren't humble, who want to live off confidence and pride, the universe produces resistance. He resists the proud. We gain grace by being merciful there is there's absolutely no need whatsoever to criticize someone who has failed. But there is a need to give the mercy that allows the Creator to grant us the grace. I am not nice to people because I'm nice. I'm nice to people because I need the universe to be nice to me. Conceded, maybe. I don't know. You can decide for yourself. But mercy is given out by me because I know from time to time I need great amounts of grace. The minute you stop being merciful, you lose God's grace. No matter what your church may say, the Bible makes it clear that grace is only given to the humble. The divinity of grace is granted to humility. The missing link in this universe that brings power is humility. It's what we possess above the animals. 
To achieve this, we must be prepared to praise what is good long before we take the position of having authority to rule and reign. And the best way to do that is to obtain grace, be given grace, and avoid being resisted by expressing mercy to those who have fallen short and can't seem to find their humility. You may say, how how am I going to remember all this when my pride jumps in, insisting that I need more confidence? Let me can I boil it down into a simple saying that I hope you'll never forget. If you want to know how things work, if you want to understand what makes the world go round, not just from a spiritual or Bible sense, but from all your senses working together. It's this short, concise thought. Are you ready? Do great. Be grateful. Do great. Be grateful. Find something you can do and practice doing it until you can say, there's some greatness emerging. Then when it becomes obvious you've done something great, let everyone know how grateful you are for the opportunity, the assistance, and the support. Do great. Be grateful for the good news is there is power on earth. And the better news is all you must do to gain that power is engage the divinity of humility. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>